timelessly. And now you know, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I thought maybe you just gave up on um whole intro. Never. Does anybody ever does anybody actually remember like the endings of the ends of the episodes of G.I. Joe where they'd have like, you know, Flint or whoever like show up in a bathroom stall randomly to like, you know, give some kid a lecture about doing something that he did. I don't think I've ever seen G.I. Joe. Like, now, now, Johnny, doing heroin is wrong. It's like, gee whiz, Flint, now I know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> My favorite PSA is, like, the drugs one where it's the frying pan. And it's the egg. And then they redid it, like, oh. 20 years later. Whereas someone says, and this is your family on drugs. Like, it, and it's basically a woman. I think it was a woman, like, you know, wrecking this whole room. Mm. And I was just thinking, like, I need a new frying pan. Like, I need, I'm kind of feeling like having some eggs. <laughs> so how's your week been? Oh, doing good. Finally got first shot. Of your vaccine? Yeah. Vaccine. I know. I got my second shot. I'm, like, super excited. Now I'm just, like, now we're on a countdown. Chris bought one of those advert advent calendars you know for christmas where it counts down to christmas and you have a piece of chocolate we did it for our vaccine so it's like ooh, another day gone <laughs> we eat a piece of chocolate it's That's actually it. it's actually pretty cool because at the end of the day it's all like oh, oh two more weeks 14 more pieces it's like now i'm vaccinated and 10 pounds heavier well technically the quarantine i blame that on quarantine <laughs> we all do <laughs> So, be like, but be like, but Jay, you were this weight before quarantine started. Like, you shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> How do you remember? You don't remember what I look like. Uh, well, it's exciting. Soon we'll be able to record in the same room, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be pretty awesome. I know. I'm excited for going to the beach. Oh, I know. We have plans. Chris and I really want to go take his mom out of town just get away for a while once we're all fully vaccinated and then um some girlfriends and i have a trip plan for june because it's a our friendship anniversary and i'm not gonna lie i'm so excited i just you know it's been so long it's been so long since i've hung out with people like that and i'm really excited we were actually thinking like saying like oh now like you know now once we're all vaccinated and everything like we can actually like you know, all get together and go on like a trip or something like that. We should mean you should totally do a trip. I mean, yeah, take our significant others. We should totally do a trip and go visit a haunted place. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, bring them along too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know about Becca, but I know Chris isn't really into like the haunted places. Yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. Well, anyway, so tonight. Episode four. Episode four. So here's a funny story. I just was shopping with my mom. And I shared it with you, but I'll share it with the listeners. Okay, sorry about that. There was a plane. Um, but what I was saying is my mom was telling me that she's uh, listened to episode one, review one, of the Skinwalker Ranch, the Secret of the Skinwalker Ranch. And we're about three weeks behind. So even though we're doing four, one just came out. And I was telling my mom, like, oh, yeah, it's something new. We're trying just... Uh, because we're interested in this show and we did the research and read the books. And it was so funny because my mom, she heard the episode, 
wanted to watch it, so she watched it on Hulu, and then her boyfriend was watching it. I said, this is kind of boring. I don't get it. And my mom was like, oh, you had to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so she really enjoyed like watching everything we talked about. So that makes me feel good. It's nice to know that people actually listen to the program. Yeah, please let us know how are you feeling. If you've guys seen the episode, if you were agreeing with the analyst that we gave about the Team Avenger. Are they Team Avengers? Are they Batman? Is it Jurassic Park? Only time will tell. We have a UFO. <laughs> so tonight, we're back with History Channel's Skinwalker Ranch, Episode 4. Of last I'll, let you take, I'll, let, I'll let you take care of that. So like... All right, well, the last episode, a lot of stuff happened, but I think I boiled it down to one sentence. Last time, a balloon was lost and a room was found. Oh, very nice. Right? So last episode, we found out that there was an enclosed room at Homestead 1, and that was the cliffhanger. So when we come back, in this episode entitled High Strangeness, air date 4-21-2020, it comes back and it says June 8th, 2019. And we begin with trying to figure out what was left in this enclosed room that Travis... Thomas Winterton and the two caretakers, Tom, whose name is Tom Lewis, or I'm just going to start calling him Lewis so that way we can distinguish. They call him TL. Or TL, yeah. And um, Candace are the caretakers and are staying in Homestead 1. And basically they find this enclosed room. Thomas had punched a hole in it and they are looking in and they find some weird stuff at the bottom. And that's where this show picks up. And before they really start talking about it, we learn more about the caretakers. Um, they moved in three months prior, and they found that the house was really spooky, which I was like, yes, I want to hear some like stuff about the spooky house. Now, if you've read The Hunt for the Skinwalker, this is the house that the Gormans um, stayed at. And they, or I mean, stayed at, they lived in. And they all had different experiences. Like, I think we talked about last time where I said Mrs. Gorman had an experience where no one was there. And she was washing dishes and she looked outside and there was like a, um, a trailer with a man in a weird suit. Like, a, a, not a trailer. Almost kind of like a camper, like an RV. And then, you know, this is where they've seen weird portals and all the stuff. And this is also when they moved in, they noticed that there was locks on the outside of the doors. Uh in the interior so like there was cabinets and there was a lock on the cabinet from the outside so a lot of strange things and they talk about what they hear in the house strange no noises coming from the basement strange vibrations from the ground um and i also believe the gormans reported the same thing they hear knocks from the floor like like, she was standing in the kitchen when she was talking about it. She's like, well, we would hear knocks on the floor. It sounded like it's coming from the basement. And she said, and it would be in triple. So it would just be a... And that, that to me, would be just really weird to hear. With that, that honestly was, like, the first, like, almost 10, 15 minutes of the show, it felt like, was the review, them talking about this room. What's your thoughts, Jay? Well... I know that the the things that they describe that was happening in the room is definitely something that is kind of like typical of like when you when you would hear like other stories of like you know things are paranormal 
you know, strange noises, uh, vibrations, knocking. Did they? I, I did they mention anything about there being like like temperature changes or anything like that? Like, um... no, they didn't mention anything like cold spots or anything. They're just saying it was spooky. But I really find it fascinating about the vibrations. I think that is that's telling to me. Like, there's something weird if you're feeling like the ground kind of move or shake or vibrate in this house. Because it, when you see this this basement, it's cement and stuff. Like I, I just, what are they feeling? So it, I could see how it can be really spooky. Especially the knocks. I mean, because like could you, you normally wouldn't be able to, because concrete's thick, right? Yeah. Like if something was knocking on concrete, you'd have a hard time hearing it. Well, I, and, I feel like, and I agree. But my thoughts on this is they go really. They're so in strange they're so like entranced with this room but the thing is is they're not architects and they're not carpenters and i mean they do explain that she's an um anthropologist so it's i don't know like i i feel like they should do the history of how these houses were set up because when they do the whole well here let me go on and, and then i have more thoughts on it but so basically the whole episode, not the whole episode, but basically this first half of the episode is them making a big enough hole in the wall. And then Thomas Winterton goes through first. He knocks some more the wall out. Travis follows and they collect what's on the floor. Which looks like, from what they said, it looked like uh, something that's been burned. It looked like bits of bone, bone fragments or something like that. It looked like it had been burnt. And it was the only thing, and it was dead center in the in the room. Yeah, and what I think is when you when they they were so focused on how all these walls were stone, you saw the ceiling, and at first I thought, wow, if the ceiling was stone, that would be really weird. But the the ceiling is the wooden floor, I think, in the kitchen, or if if it's not the floor, it's at least a layer of a floor and I started thinking you know I wonder if this was a hidey hole and like you know old homesteads that might have a almost like a, a a hole like think of you remember that movie um um oh the M. Night movie The Village and remember where um the creatures are coming spoilers the creatures are coming into the village and they go under into almost like a root cellar to go hide and, you know, she's holding her hand out um, for uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And, you know, he comes and they go hide in there and they close the trap door. I feel like that might have been, even though there does, doesn't look like there was a door in the roof, that might have been what it was designed for, like a hidey hole. Could be. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that that's first 10 minutes. Then they take all the stuff they collect to the um, command center. Now, I want to say something here. They get weird things in the basement. They have reported vibrations both from this caretakers and the last caretakers. I'm sorry, but I think this is a job for Satan. Today, Satan. <laughs> Today's today. Seriously, today. like I don't understand. What is this? like if it if it measures vibrations, like that's the whole thing for this technology. Why aren't they like deploying it at this house? Like, you know, this multi-million dollar piece of equipment that we have that can do exactly the same thing that what we need to have done here? We should probably bring that in here, right? Nah, 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 let's just, let's just use a con. Let's, 
let's use a bone, let's use a bone saw or whatever that was. And it's like just cutting holes and then just let's do some let's do let's do some guesswork. Well, I just don't understand. It's like you you're getting vibrations around this homestead, and you got something that's a basically supposed to record vibrations. I would totally set this up so then that way at least you're recording something. I don't know. Like so far, we're in four episodes, and we have not used this technology. I. I'm more and more thinking that he just really wanted to point out this technology he did and that he called it Satan. I think it actually doesn't. I think it actually doesn't even do anything. I think <laughs> they just wanted to. They just wanted to have something with a cool acronym. Say like, this is our highly sophisticated computer. It's called Satan, <laughs> and that's the only time you'll ever hear about it. Yeah. So so far. Because I actually kind of got sorry again, excited because when both of them were talking about <laughs> vibrations, I thought it's oh. Actually- this actually links up all of our social media accounts. <laughs> it so helps you, you find know, discounts. Boy, yeah, you know Dragon, he likes Instagram. I mean, <laughs> always posting selfies of him drinking coffee or, you know. That'd be funny if I did look on Instagram if he was on there. <laughs> well, okay, so basically this segment ends with them examining the stuff on the floor through a microscope and it just looks like, I'll be honest, it looks like one of those kaleidoscope things. Like, I don't know if you had one when you were a kid where you're looking through it and it's all the different color things. They think it's like tiny bones, hair. It almost kind of looks like a, just like a something, almost ritual. But I don't know, like, I don't think it was like a medicine bag or anything, but it's just something weird. That... You, could tell, you could tell when they first went into the room and they kind of did like a, they showed what was on the floor it looked like it was either like the lower half of like a like a rodent or a lizard. Yeah, like something got trapped in there. I don't know. Like again, there and they was say, like, they and there's something we're like, oh, how could anything get in? It's like you do realize a rodents and lizards can get into pretty much anything, right? It's, yeah, it, it just has to have like a small infinitesimal crack in there, and they'll figure out a way. Yeah, so, and it, it looked more like then, a nest. And then maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe they just weren't able to get back out again or something. So basically, that's that's the first 15 minutes, it feels like. Um, and that's it. And then we jump to June 15th. So hmm. that whole thing. Also, also, just another quick note. They were talking about there was, like, carbon dioxide in the room. In the room right? They said, like, oh, the carbon dioxide's going to build up or something like that. Yeah, but didn't weren't they? I'm just trying to remember. How did they? Didn't weren't they using a machine down there? So I thought it was just from the machine. Oh well, I, I guess that maybe that could be. Oh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say like, well, maybe whatever's causing the carbon dioxide in that space was like what killed whatever was in the thing. But it could be thanks like. For, th- thanks for proving me wrong, Leslie. I, you know what? Here's my whole point with this. We don't know what that room was for. I'm not a hit. I'm not an architect. I'm not a history. Like I, I have a few guesses. I don't know. And I think them just doing like this is so strange. It's like yeah, it's strange, but it's probably. I'll, I'll be honest. This whole episode, I'll, everything I've seen in this episode, to me, that's the most explainable. Like it really is. I'm like, man, okay, it's just they, it's a homestead. It's an old homestead. Like they even talk about some of the homesteads been there since like the early 1900s. Like if this was made in like 1920, it could have been a root cellar. That's then someone later said, we don't need this. Let's just you know, it's not uh, like it would be more weird to me if it was a cement by cement by cement box. But when they kind of show, like they were so busy showing like the bottom that when at one point when they did really quick too. By the way. 
show the top, the ceiling, it's wood floor. It's it's wood flooring. So it's like, okay, this was just someone's root cellar. Quite honestly, that's what I think it was. So probably there probably could have been there to hide valuables or something, like in case of looters or something. Yeah, and just someone didn't want to deal with like bringing this apart so they just you know sealed it off like I, to me with rooms like there's been so many houses like that buildings like I, I listened to my favorite murder and they had a whole couple episodes for a while where about apartment buildings having the, the older ones having the space in between um so it's it's to me it's it's an architect probably could they should get someone who knows about that and be like this is what it was for it's not, not a big deal oh and just what you said oh well what about this stuff in the floor yeah, a rat could have gotten in there. Like, like you said, bugs can get in and, you know, if it wasn't, you know, a full cement, you know, it's not that it was all, it was sealed off where people couldn't get into it. But bugs, and if you own a home, you know that sooner or later you're going to find a bug somewhere and you're like, how the heck did they get in here? <laughs> right. So, well, yeah, that was, that, to me, that, that first kind of half was kind of like, meh. They're cliffhangers. I'm so, I'm sorry, but their cliffhangers are not really that cliffhangy for me, except for the first one. The first one about the guy being sick, I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what happened." But the other cliffhangers are just like, "And what's in the case?" It's like I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, but okay, so oh, now we jump. Now, oh, go ahead. Now we now we move on to the second part of the episode, which now we get to use bottle rockets. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I really like the second half of this episode. So we jump to oh well, we got we got a filler right now. So we jump to June 15th, and we're shown the ranch will now house cattle. And here's a note for people who are watching this episode or who are going to watch a future episode. We see many pictures of the cattle mutilations, and while they're not bloody, it is upsetting if you don't want to see animals hurt or... Because, like, there, there was this one where they kind of had, a like, the close-up of that missing eye, and I'm just kind of like... I, I, why are you bringing cattle? Like, you have cattle mutilations. Like, and their whole thing is like, well, these are biosensors because cattle can um, sense what's going on and they've always sensed what's going on and stuff happens and they go over the Gorham story about the cattle um, being in the pen and then ending up in a trailer, almost like, com like comatose. And I feel bad because I, even though they keep saying it's biosensors, I feel like it's the bait. Like, they know something will happen to these cattle. I'm sorry, that's what I feel. I feel like they're kind of yeah. just like, oh, here's some cattle. Something's going to happen uh, to it. I, I like when they re when they refer to their observation towers as ominous. Well, I love anything that Bigelow did is ominous, but anything they're doing, <laughs> you know what well, I mean? I, I feel like the observation tower is like, what, like, like three feet off the ground? I mean, it's not like a tower even. It's like a, you know... Like a stepladder. Well, it's it's like a it's like a fancy treehouse. <laughs> Just not even tall enough to be in a tree. Exactly. So I'm like, you want to get a good good view of the land. Why didn't you put it up like high, like high? What's up with this? Like, it's only like a like two feet taller than me if I was standing on tiptoe or something. It's like, oh, what? okay, well I can stand up here and. Oh yeah, look, there's some cows out there. Well, I'll be I'll be honest, like at first when I first watched this series, I was like, why do they keep coming back to these towers? But I will admit, I think there's one episode that the towers kind of come into play. So, I think this is all foreshadowing. Yeah. So, at the same time the cattle is being dropped off, we learn more about Lewis or Tom Lewis 
uh, the caretakers, Tom Lewis and Candace. I have stuff to say about this. This is this is hilarious. But um, so we learn about them and we find out that Brandon, the owner of um, Sky, uh, Skywalker, wow, Skinwalker Ranch, have known the pair for a long time that they grew up together. Candace is a very accomplished and published anthropologist. They show her book, and I wrote it down because I want to give her credit, Atlas of Human Cran Cranial Macromorphosophic Macromorphosophic M-A-C-R-O-M-O-R-P-H-O-S-C-O-P-I-C Traits. And it looks like it was also co-written by Joseph T. Hefner. So I, I thought I found that pretty interesting that, you know, how they're doing the series is they're introducing people and they're like, oh, these are the caretakers. And we're like, well, who are they? We know that they're in, they're important because they were in the first episode as a teaser. So who is this? And so, she, you know, Candace has some credentials herself and she is basically doing that. I think she's doing a favor for Brandon and probably, you know, going to start kind of recording what's going on. So I'm kind of curious, like, I'm actually really curious about her being in Homestead 1, knowing how much Gorman's, the Gorman family um, experience there, seeing if she catches anything. So I'm really excited about her. Now, Lewis, or Tom Lewis, I I need your advice on this one because I, I think he works for the CIA because literally they introduced him as Lewis, is a technologist that works for many companies. How, what, that is the most vague job description I've ever heard. I know, what's a technologist? Like, is he IT? Because you can't just say IT because there's like systems analysts, there is programming, there's, it's just like a technologist. I'm like. <laughs> Lewis is just there to make sure their Wi-Fi is good. Like, I have no idea. Like, it's like when, it's like, oh, he's an analyst. It's like, what? Like, does he work for the CIA? Because like, this is like the most. Like, He's like down there to do some wet work. Something like I, I, it's just it was the weirdest thing how he introduced this guy, and then both of them because everyone else seems to like when when they when they introduce Travis and he's like, well, I work for Huntsville and I do this and I do that, and they're kind of given their background. Um, they didn't have both of them do that. It was Brandon who introduced them, and it was Brandon who told them what they did, which I was like, okay. That's no, I, I'm I'm imagining the scenario where like at the end of every at the end of every day that they're doing their stuff and they don't really find anything or whatever, you know, Lewis goes into the little communications room and goes on an encrypted channel and like some silhouetted face pops up on the screen and he's like, like, sir, this is Agent Alpha. Package is still secure. <laughs> Assets are still unaware of their purpose. I know. It's like, it's really weird. It just, I, I don't know. It's just vague descriptions. It's almost kind of like when your parents don't know what you do, but they're trying to explain to other friends what you do. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy is a, he works with technology. Yeah, he's good. He's good with that technology. With, with the internet. He works for the internet. Like, mom, I told you I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> He makes videos. He makes videos. Somehow makes money. I don't know. I don't know. It's you know, like... this younger generation, you know, I never made videos of, of our home videos. No, no. Because <laughs> apparently people nowadays care what other people do in their day-to-day -day lives. I don't know. 
but I just, I, I saw that part. I wrote it down so fast and like Chris, he was, he was making me some tea and he was really funny cause he was watching me like write down and I paused it and I was writing down my notes and he's like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, he's a technologist. And he's like, yeah, that's not a thing. And he walks out cause he's in IT. <laughs> Oh, okay, so I just thought that was really funny. Like, so we learned a little bit more about the caretakers. We're watching them basically deal with the cattle. And then that's about it. And then we do a third scene uh, in the episode. And what this scene is, is basically they're still intrigued about what the connection to what this interference is on the ranch with what they pinpoint in the sky and the weird readings that they had from their balloon. So Travis gets an intern from where he works and I'm so sorry, they did say her name. And I just was, by this time I was like trying to write down without pausing too much. We and call I, her the, the intern. yeah, we'll call her the intern. I apologize. That's, that's rude. She, she is a astrophysicist major with a rocket rocketry. So I mean, a badass. So, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't write that down her name. They talk about the rockets, that they'll basically put a, what they show, like a cell phone to record all the data. A lot of, like, all the stuff that they want to record, all the EFs, all the rays, and they explain what rays that they're hoping to get and what it means if they get certain rays, like gamma rays. And they do this, and the first launch goes up. It's not high. It doesn't release a shoot. It crashes. It's basically a bust. Now... They're getting ready for their second launch, and they keep noticing that the cattle keep moving around, like they're they're agitated. And I, in my head, I was like, "Big deal! You're sending stuff up in the air." They're probably kind of wondering what the, what it is. And before the second launch, the team, which right now consists of Eric, who's the lead investigator, Travis, Dragon, scientist Jim, not Jim, who's also the um, ranch manager, I think they call him, and then their intern. Watch as the, the cows begin to act strange, like I said. But they're all kind of standing around, kind of watching the cows. And when all of a sudden they see something in the middle of the day in the sky, which can only be described by them as an unidentified flying object. And the cameraman, really quick, like you could tell that he was trying to focus or she was kind of focusing on it. And it just went by real fast. And I thought it was just how they did an edit. But later you find that this thing was only in the sky for like 10 seconds and it was staying in one spot and then it kind of blinked out. Uh And this is what we've been waiting for. They describe it as like when I saw it on the camera, it looked like a blob of white and how they describe it is they watched it. It was a round object, translucent, and it was there for a few seconds and then it disappeared now they thought it was a plane they did it wasn't like oh you know what is this but here's the thing i was really excited about it caitlin Ka- caitlin is the intern's name yeah okay thank you so much okay so caitlin yeah so she's the intern um I was fascinated by this. Now, this could all be fake. Maybe they did it in post and they just told it, everyone, just look up in the sky, say, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. So, yeah, there's definitely a a, a way that Discovery Channel, I'm sorry, I said Discovery Channel because I'm on Discovery Plus, that that um, the History Channel could fake this. This could all be fake. This could just be all them acting. But, you know what? 
I don't know. I mean, seeing it on the camera when they were filming, I have my thoughts what it is. But right now, what did you think when they first saw it? Well, I mean, I thought, prob- to me, it was probably like the most interesting thing that's been on the show so far. By far. But, By yeah, far. It's like the first time I was like, oh my God, we're actually seeing something. And it's not just them just shooting up a balloon or a, or a, a rocket and getting... They don't even, and they don't even really show you the readings that they're getting off of any of these things. Not they're until the like, end, yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of like, well, we're just doing this and whatever. And at this point, it's like, oh, you know, nobody's even, you know, they're they're at Homestead One, and there's no, nobody experiences anything paranormal or anything creepy in the house. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Like one of the things that they've been looking for finally happening. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was. It was really cool, like, and there was two different ones, you know, that would made, made it even better. Yeah, and so, like, I really, it reminds me of an episode of Destination Unknown when, I forgot where he was at, but Josh Gates goes travel somewhere, and they see something in the sky, and it was like, uh, and it was supposed to be about UFOs, and their audio person was, I forgot what he was holding, but it's supposed to capture Maybe it was a microphone. It's supposed to capture sound. It started emitting sound. And he said, you know, this is his job. This is his livelihood. Said, this equipment should not be doing this. This is not what it's designed to do. That That's like if you were um, using a mouse and all of a sudden the mouse, for some reason, started doing math. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of these things where, no, that's not what it's designed to do. Um, or it started moving on its own, I should say. I don't know why I said do math. <laughs> But, like, it, it moves on its own. It's not designed to do that. And so, Travis, I feel like, you know what's funny, though, with Travis? And he worked where, like, he even said, oh, yeah, I work where, like, they they launched, they made the, the, the engines for, like, the rockets and stuff. But, it's like, he didn't act like he was surprised seeing it. But later in the show, he says, yeah, I don't believe him at all, but we did see something. Which is kind of intriguing to me. Like, he doesn't act like he's really kind of shocked by seeing it, which is weird. But who's really dumbfounded was Dragon. Which, to me, says something that they must not have been on this ranch that long. Because, like, they all must have just gone there within the last couple of years. Because, like, he says, I've never seen anything like that. And then I think even Thomas says, like, oh, I've never seen anything like this. So it's really weird that they're all having this experience for the first time. Yeah, definitely. I do. I do love that, and I wrote this down too. So I'll, I'll skip to my notes. But the Caitlin, the intern, I was, you know, because they were looking up in the sky and they're almost kind of looking with the sun. They all put their hands up, and it's funny because she doesn't say anything. I, I love how everyone they bring on the ranch to do these testing is so over or so underwhelmed of what they capture. You know, feeling stuff. The, except for the guy with the balloon. The balloon one, he said, I don't know why he's doing it. That's very strange. Like, he kind of was off-put with whatever was going on. But I just kind of thought, like, of her as, I'm just here for my grade. Dr. Travis, I forgot Travis's last name. Dr. Travis is just going to. <laughs> like, I just want my I grade. He promised me if I came out here and helped build these rockets that I'd get an A-plus in the class. <laughs> Or complete, because a lot of times when you're an intern, it's either incomplete or complete. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. But, okay, so this thing happens 10 seconds. They all kind of talk about it thinking that's weird, but then they think, well, maybe it's something with the rockets. So they set up the second launch. 
It's much better than the first. And even while the launch was going on, and they, they start, they keep talking about it. Like, it's just that overwhelming, which I'll be honest. Like, I was talking to my mom about this too. There's a lot of, like, overacting almost. Like, you could tell, like, maybe the producer said, hey, they're going to start talking about this case. Look upset about it or look surprised about it. And then, you know, you get the look like, what? Or, like, you talked about when they were in the car and it said, and they got a call, like, you two better come up here. And they both, like, turned and, you know, gave each other a weird look. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's those things where it's kind of, you can tell it's a little bit staged a little bit, or at least not staged, it was, you know, show shock, or, you know, you just told, like, show some emotion. I will admit, I think this is the part that, like, because you could tell they didn't even care about the rocket. They were like, <laughs> they were like what was that? Do you, do you think it was this? And, and to me, that's the most real part, is, like, when you see something, because I've seen stuff that's paranormal. When you experience something like that, you you want to analyze it. You want to talk to someone about it. You want to, like, make sure someone else knows what you saw. You know what I mean? And to me, that was the most, like, true part is they're doing something else. Like, okay, we better launch this. Okay, but what do you think it was? It wasn't a plane. It was too high. Like, they keep talking like that. Fast forward to, you know, when they're actually done with everything, right? They, they see the, they finish their rocket test, and they're, like, back at the, headquarters oh wait 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 we're not even we'll get there can i just i'll finish it and then we can get to the command (sighs) fine (laughs) okay so they get the second they launch the second one they get it they're all like okay let's let's do it again so they want to launch again but before they do the ufo comes back and you kind of mentioned it earlier they see it twice and a jet is actually seen alongside it and you see the cam trail, and it's in the same exact spot, or at least in the same vicinity, and it seems like it's almost tracking this airplane. And then it was funny, because even Caitlin, the intern, finally was like, whoa, what is that? Like, it's like maybe she didn't see it the first time, and all of a sudden, then she's like, whoa, wait, what is that? And that's why at first I thought, well, maybe the first time, like, it was, um, oh, just look in the air. But she, this is the first time I kind of seen, like, someone separate from the team kind of having an opinion you know what i mean so what i like about this next part is eric they see the craft and they see the jet and eric he runs in to check the transponder and while he sees the aircraft he sees nothing next to the he sees nothing next to the airline which means there it's not being recorded it doesn't have something that he can say like oh it's from the military or it's from it's just an airliner. Like, it, it, it doesn't have a, a record. At this time, after they see it and it disappears, Dragon feels queasy, much like how Travis did when they were looking at the Mesa. And no one else feels it. But when they look at the bile sensor, his heart rate's up and his... his um, blood pressure's blood up. Shirt, yeah, his blood pressure's up. But you know what? I will admit, what I do like about them is they try to find other things. And scientist Jim was like, yeah, your adrenaline is running. That's that, like you, you, you're basically coming down from adrenaline high, which totally makes sense. Um, okay, now we're once all is done, they head back into the inner sanctum of the command center, eager to see if the UFO was caught on their own cameras. Because at this point, we're seeing it from the video camera of like the the show, you know, the cameraman of the show. They don't have, and it's so hilarious because it's. 
this is another reason I like this, this whole section is this is what people do. They see something, they're shocked by it. No, not one of them, even though they had a, a, other cell phones to record this stuff, not one of them got out a camera. Not one of them is like, well, let me get my phone and start recording this. And that is why it's so funny when people are always like, well, why didn't they record it? It's like, because sometimes you're so shocked when you see something like this that you're like, and it, when it's gone, you're like, why didn't I, like, you know, when me and you went a couple years ago, ghost hunting, and that fire alarm went off in the museum, and we were standing there for probably like good 10, 15 seconds. I was like, this has never happened before. And then we went outside and we talked about it. Like, you know, we recorded it and I put it in the podcast and stuff. And later I was telling my mom about it. And my mom's like, oh, did you record when when the alarm was going off? And I said, no, I didn't even think about recording. And my mom's like, oh, it would have been interesting if like something was happening. Like you heard other things going off like maybe the alarm was masking something or it was trying to use the energy to do something and I was like that's such a good like you know honestly that's such a good kind of reasoning of like why this alarm was going off but we were in the moment we didn't even think about like doing a ghost hunt we were just like whoa wait what's going on is there a fire right and it just reminded me of this whole thing they watched this thing for 10 10 seconds none of them got like all these scientists who are there to investigate didn't you know bring out a piece of equipment not even like their cell phones which actually is probably just as well because if they tried to you know capture the image with like a cell phone it probably wouldn't have come out anyways they would it would have been a waste of time and by the time they found it with their cell phone it would have been gone but then but then honestly i would have had my cell phone out in case we saw it again because guess what they saw it again so they would go into the inner sanctum and they asked Eric, do you think one of the, the cameras around the camp caught it? Or the camp, the ranch caught it. And it did. It's on the camera for 10 seconds before blinking out. And they talk about how like in real life when they were watching it, it was so much brighter. And okay, I have my thoughts on this, but I'll just go through the whole like kind of end of it. So the next, so they talk about what they see and what's on the screen. And sure enough, like on the screen, it looks like a little weird, it looks like a smudge to me, a smudge of white, and then it does kind of flicker out. Like someone turned on a light and then, you know, like a spotlight and then flickering out. Next, they do the rocket data, and they found that the fields, the EF fields, all the fields they were testing, and the gamma rays, it went up when the rocket was in the air. It was like a level when it was pre-launch and level when it was on the ground after launch but when it was in the air everything went it increased and scientist Jim kind of talks about how this should actually decrease because you should the rocket should be going away from basically these rays which I don't know you know honestly I'm taking their word for it I don't know how that works so this is but to them it's very intriguing and they also basically talk about that they got these weird rays data they got the cows acting weird they have you know the feeling of queasiness and all of this happened when they saw this unidentified object in the sky so they decide to contact brandon and they tell him about the ufo and they send the video and brandon tells about his experience of seeing the ufo on the ranch but um what did you think about like you had a couple of things to say about that that i thought you liked 
Oh, I really liked when they when they decided to um, send the video images to uh, to the CEO, right? And they're calling him up and they're like, "Oh, we sent you some some information, some footage that we took today." And he's like, "Okay, let me check." And then this, they got the one word. The it's just like the the yellow, the silver, like kind of orb in the sky, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, what is that silver object in the sky?" I know he's very articulate. <laughs> And then he's like, is there a chance this could be a satellite? Just like, listen here, buddy. <laughs> you called us out here because you think some weird stuff going on at this ranch. Don't you try to, log- you know, logic this up and say, like, oh, could it be a satellite? <laughs> well, I see. <laughs> I see what the, he was trying to do was like, okay, let's try to debunk it. But it was really funny that... It, it, the whole reason they're sending it to you is because they couldn't debunk you. I don't think your team is going to send you, the boss, a video and be all like, hey, boss, what do you think this is? It's like, oh, yeah, is that team, a satellite? The team, yeah, the, the team of scientists aren't going to send a video, uh, you know, video footage to the guy who probably doesn't know any science and say, hey, what do you think of this? All of a sudden, the guy just st- starts dancing uh, like, and says, never going to get give you up. Says, sorry, boss, you just been, been rickrolled. oh my gosh but um no i just like i said earlier he kind of sound like i feel like as soon as you get some a certain amount of money in your life you gotta start sounding like thurston howell the third and like his he was just really like oh my gosh is that a what is that silver object in the sky? <laughs> I gotta admit, I love Brandon, but <laughs> oh god, that was good. But like, um, like, like Brandon, sweetie, you need to like <laughs> stick to running the company and leave the sciencey stuff to us. <laughs> so my uh, my favorite part next is I don't know if you caught it. So Brandon starts talking about his experience on the ranch and. You do see, he talks about seeing a UFO on the ranch and you see this photograph. Before that, they show some other photographs of him. You could tell it's at Homestead, probably one, the one that's in ruins. And I don't know if you notice it, but if you watch the hunt for the skinwalker, he's wearing the same outfit. So either that, those pictures were taken when they were filming the hunt for the skinwalker and plus, in the hunt for Skinwalker, he tells the exact same story about and shows the exact same picture. They take they got his picture of like a silver craft that was like forty to fifty feet in length. And I was watching it and it was like, okay, so either he this is the same time as they were filming a hunt for Skinwalker, or that's his Skinwalker Ranch outfit. <laughs> oh, okay, honey, I'm gonna go uh, walk around on the ranch. Where have you seen my black turtleneck? <laughs> hey, who is he, Archer? <laughs> have you ever like seen my, the show Archer? Like my, it's like, it's like, of course I have. <laughs> like, like, why are you wearing that outfit? It's like, because it looks awesome. That's why. He's like, I look like a scientist. <laughs> oh, 
like Bill Gates, maybe, but you know, no, no, not not Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. Oh, Steve, yes, like, okay, so so you get a certain amount of money, you need to talk about, you need to talk like Thurston Howell the third and invest in black turtlenecks. So basically, you have to talk like you don't really know anything, and you have to dress like you have no money whatsoever. <laughs> well. So I, I noticed that, and I thought that was really funny. And it's the same, um, it's the same outfit, blah blah blah. So the show ends, and they all have their final thoughts of, you know, Dragon ta- talks about not seeing anything. Thomas talks about like this is the first time, and just how much it affected them. And honestly, there's no real cliffhanger, which I actually enjoyed in a sense of I don't need a really kind of cliffhanger for the show because the last couple cliffhangers I've been I'm sorry to say it but it's been kind of lame like it's just been like okay yeah you found some like a nest in in a room you found like it's just I I feel like they're this time when they just said we don't know what it is and they just ended it I had a lot no. more respect for that like I don't need a cliffhanger yeah, yeah this isn't a Marvel production right? like we don't need to have like the wait till the end we wait till the credits roll and see what happens are, are you sure this is not um, Marvel because I am I'm pretty sure that we've just we discussed this that it is a Marvel production no but it's just like I mean the only time they should really do a cliffhanger is like we, we holy you know like if they if they had like gone into that little the little hidey hole thing and then found like the remains of a human hand I'd be like hmm something to leave off on there well honestly this is if if okay or like if or if like if lewis and dragon are about to get into a fist fight or something like that like just, just for no reason when i first was watching the show i thought what they were going to do is they were going to investigate the house i thought maybe they were going to stay overnight i thought they were kind of going to do a ghost hunt when i first saw this and then i thought when i was watching this i honestly thought they were going to cliffhang us with what they saw like i thought they were going to be in the sky and we're like what is that and then end there so i was actually really happy that they just they did all the data they did all the reveal in that episode and didn't leave it off for the next episode because quite honestly the episode three to me was really dry i needed i needed something to whet my appetite on this episode and because if nothing happened in this episode not that saying like everything happens but we know they stayed at least 13 weeks at this ranch because the first episode is probably, I think, what, sometime in August. We rewind back to May. So we know that there's been stuff going on for 13 weeks. If nothing happened for, like, three episodes, then it's like, you know, this probably could have just been a two-hour movie or a two-hour special production or something. So I think now it's really going to start amping up of stuff is going to happen on this ranch. Because I feel like that everything before that was just a setup. The cows are going to start getting real nervous now. Actually, yeah, because we know, because from the first episode, we know that a cow has died. So, FYI, if, if you're not, if that's something that upsets you, which I, I understand because, like, I, I get, I can't, I've never seen the John Wick movies because someone told me, it's like, oh, yeah, he goes after them because they kill the dogs. Like, oh, not the dog. I can't watch it. <laughs> I don't know what it is like. I can't watch it. I can't read novels where the dog dies. I can't watch anything. Leslie, you can't watch any movies that are actually good because <laughs> you're just Leslie and you don't. Well, oh, so but I have some final thoughts. So Brandon, my final thoughts is Brandon talks about the aircraft or the UFO he sees. 
and they show the picture. And this picture seems like it's one of these fake docu, not documented, um, fake um, Photoshop documents where the craft looks like almost like a perfect saucer. It's silver, like it's really clear. And this thing they saw was like, to me, it looked like a blur, white, round, like light. And I'm not going to lie to you. I think it looks more, was it so much a flying object? I seriously think it looks like a portal. Like, I think it looks like a door or a window. Like, the Gormans had talked about seeing doors and windows on the ranch. To me, this is what it looked like. Like, it it was almost like a, like a portal, like not a portal, um, a porthole. Like, you know, like on a ship. Like, it looked like it would be round in shape. And later when they were like, yeah, it's round and translucent, I'm like, that's interesting because it did not, to me, it did not look like a, something flying. It looked like something was like a window. What do, so what do you they, think? Well, maybe they didn't see a ship. Maybe they saw the window of a ship that just opened for like a split second and then closed again. See? See? Yeah, yeah. Like something's in the air watching. And that was like when you read the Hunt for the Skinwalker and you read their accounts, that's what they keep saying is... Like, there was a famous one where he said that it looked like, and I can't remember because it's been about a year or two since I read the book, but if I remember correctly, he, Mr. Gorman, saw, like, a window or something in the sky, and I want to say it was, like, twilight or early morning, but it was, like, dark out, and the, the window, he could see, like, blue sky on the other side, like it was full daylight, and to me, this looked like if it was bigger, you could probably see something because it was like it to me, it looked like a blur. And I even thought like, that's a weird. So it's supposed to look like, uh, you know, probably a saucer shape. But Travis says it was round and it was translucent. And I'm like, that seems like it's like a window to me. It's uh, a good theory. What happens if it is a ship and they just open something to see like what the heck they were doing? No, <laughs> Like, what are those primates down there doing with their... I know, like, it's something like the Twilight Zone where... What was the one... There's a couple Twilight Zone episodes. Like, there's a couple who wake up after having a big party and they were they were hungover and they're like, where are we? Did we get a hotel? And they get in the car and they keep, like, driving around. And there was, like, no one around. And they're just like, what are we... Like, they didn't know where they were at and it was all, everything was fake. And they, I think they go up and there's like a deer and the deer is fake and it falls over like it's a stuffed deer. And then you find out it's um, like they're almost like in an, a, a tray, um, aquarium, not aquarium. What's the, like where, where spiders and turtles oh, are kept? A terrarium. Yes. And, and, you know, it's basically aliens saying, well, daddy went to earth and got you that. So don't be mean to them. I feel like... That is something like it was a weird, creepy window open and, and then shut in and then window open and again. Like someone's like, are they still doing something down there? Yeah, they are. We'll give them a minute. Maybe they'll stop. No, they still keep launching something in the sky. I don't know. It's just it's really to, weird. To them, it's like when we watch monkeys flinging poo at us or something. It's like, oh, God, these these primates and their rockets. Just, ugh. Oh, but give us give us a second to settle down. But you know, it's really interesting to me too. Oh, and and they should mention that like uh, with the cattle, I guess they kept trying. Something did agitate them, where they kept just 
going into this little corner, like away from whatever this thing was. But again, I think it was more of a portal than like a, a door than a ship. Yeah, I think that that's it's a, I think that makes almost more sense just the way the way that it happened. Like the first one, the one that zipped off, like that was that was a ship. Like if anything. Oh yeah. But the, but the second one, yeah, the second one that just went whoop, and then. Whoop. Yeah, so it opened, and then when you saw it, when they went back into the inner sanctum, and they watched it, and, like, Dragon was counting down, he was like, one, two, three, and it was, it was on, and then it just, it it literally looked like something was there, and it went in, like, they said it vanished, like, it went into itself, and I'm like, that looks like something was closing. Like, think of elevator doors, you know, when someone's standing on the other side, and they're, like, you're like, oh, please hold the elevator, and they just, like, kind of look at you, and the door's shutting. <laughs> It's kind of like that. It's like the the light got so smaller, and then it just like blinked out. Like it was. I you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I think that I think that weird Skinwalker Ranch, something with dimensions. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's a giant. It's a giant terrarium. Oh yeah. Somebody's watching. Ugh, that's so creepy. That's the creepiest thought. Oh man. Okay, so basically, it's like it's, it's, like, it's like an alien version of the Truman Show. Oh, right. Ed Harris is just under <laughs> some alien Ed Harris telling, telling Travis, we did this all for you, Travis. <laughs> by, by the way, Caitlin, you're not getting that complete. Sorry. <laughs> I know. They must have told her, like, just, like, just at, just do the rockets because she didn't really say anything. And... She didn't really express anything until they saw that second thing. And she was like, what is that? And I don't know. That's to me was the most like real moment because all the other people who they brought on were just like, are you feeling this? Are you feeling this? No. <laughs> but anyway, so after three episodes, we finally, well, the first episode, we got the lights, which I do think that was really, really interesting. Like, I don't know what those lights were, but after three episodes, we finally got something that, what they're seeing on the ranch, and it was recorded both on their cameras and by the television cameras. So I am excited for the next episode, and I hope everyone's following along is just as excited. Just in case we don't, and just in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> okay, should we uh, do our legendary listener shout out? Let's do that. All right. Well, we have some new downloads in our home state in Eureka, California. Eureka's Castle. <laughs> I remember that show. Oh my gosh. Let's just date ourselves, Jay. Always. <laughs> All right, so next, join us next week if you want to watch episode five. And if you want to, like, let us know your thoughts. Do you think they're Team Avengers? Do you think they're Batman? Do you think this is just a big Jurassic Park promo? Let us know. I would love to see if anyone else thought the series of how, or if, if anyone had thoughts of, like, hey, I know what that room was, or... Yeah, that light was weird. I think it's a UFO. Like, I would love to hear some some thoughts. I, like I said, I talked to my mom today, and she 
<laughs> she watched this the episode right after us and she agreed that like a lot of it was just what as we called it kind of the overacting facial visions and stuff like that so i'm really curious about what you our listeners think about these episodes and give us your opinions let us know what well, should we take you want to take us home this has been another exciting and successful episode of legends in the dark my name is jay and i'm leslie your purveyors of the paranormal, your curators of the creepy. We thank you for listening and good night. Good night.